Presents Football Time. Hey, hey, and welcome to the Football Time Podcast. We're here with Dalton, and as always, it's Fantasy Football Friday. You ready to do some fantasy rankings here? I am ready for it. It is a great Fantasy Football Friday. Any Friday is awesome, but this one, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully a little bit better. Yeah, uh, <laughs> it's a weird week. Uh, these matchups were pretty weird. I, I did. I think my rankings are going to be a little funny so uh i hope i totally agree i agree on the money because i definitely struggled with my picks yesterday on yesterday's show i was having to search hard to try to find something i liked so i have struggled as well so yeah you're right definitely a weird week in terms of football this week all right so you want to get into it and get in on the quarterbacks who's your number one quarterback this week number one quarterback and i believe i had him last week panned out pretty well i have patrick mahomes against the panthers uh he Played really, really well for me last week. Panthers are not so great uh, in the defensive category. So, and then with all the weapons that Mahomes had, I talked about him being an elite talent last week. Uh, he got me a lot of points in one league last week, so I'm just going to keep rolling with him there at number one. Yeah, we're on the same wavelength here. I I figured, don't be stupid, just put Patrick Mahomes up there at uh, number one. So, uh now, in high insight of last night's game, I'd like to bump Aaron Rodgers up there. So For sure, yeah. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I, I put Patrick Mahomes number one as well. Uh, the Carolina matchup's a pretty decent one, and it looks like they were purposely trying to rack up points and yards last week, so I, I look for him to do sort of the same this week. Yep. All right, so what do you got at number two? So at number two, same story, different week. I went with Ben Roethlisberger against the Cowboys. And um, I will say the Cowboys pass rush last week, it looked the best it's looked all year. But the secondary is still the secondary of the Cowboys. So Ben Roethlisberger, I worry about his age at this point. Like in in fantasy, terms of fantasy-wise, how many points can he possibly put up? He's getting up there in age. But – like I said, same story, different week. Cowboys defense is bad, so I'm I'm gonna roll with Roethlisberger at number yeah. two. I I struggled where to put him just because one, the Cowboys have now hit the point where they're so bad that teams I think might start to look at it as like a get up on them and you know an sort extra of, buy, yeah, an extra <laughs> buy week, sort of get up and sit back, you know, and not have to roll up the offense. The Eagles certainly didn't. Now that might say more about the Philadelphia Eagles than uh, the Dallas Cowboys. But uh, I was a little worried about what to do with Ben and if they were going to roll up points or if they were just going to get up like 24 nothing and sort of sit down on their lead. So I put him at number six outside of my top five. Now here's where we start to get weird. My number two guy is Justin Herbert. Oh, whoa. <laughs> Bold move. Yeah. Uh, he's been lighting up points. They throw deep all the time. I don't think they really have a running back. So first that Las Vegas team, good weather. I figure he might rack up yards and touchdown. So I went with Herbert as number two. That That's actually probably a pretty good call. I almost had him up there. I decided to pull back off that. Like I said, that Roethlisberger one might come back to bite me in the butt, but 
I don't know. I'm going to roll with him. Well, if they want to run up points, it probably will be good. It's it's definitely a good week to do so. So where is your <laughs> Gilbert Cooper Rush combo package quarterback sitting? Well, I will say, as a Cowboys fan, I thought that a couple of years ago when Cooper Rush played with them, he, he did pretty well in the time he got in there. Now, I mean, it was mop-up duty or preseason, but I now Garrett Gilbert, I don't have a clue. Yeah. <laughs> Flip a coin. <laughs> I was not impressed by his college career at Texas or SMU, but uh, no. I guess he could move around a little bit. Well, at least he could in college. He's older now. I don't know if his knees work quite as well. Yeah. But, uh, I didn't mind Cooper Rush, you know, back in college, and I thought he might be able to do a little something, but I, I don't really have them ranked high. Uh, nah, me neither. <laughs> but it it is a fun thing to put in there. All right. My number two, or what, where, where are we? Two um, or three. three. three number three. three. All right. Le- trying to learn to count this week. All right. My number <laughs> three guy was Deshaun Watson. Uh, just the matchup versus the Jags seems pretty healthy matchup to go with. He seems to be able to get his numbers. The team's not very good. I'm not 100% sure they're playing with any linebackers this week, but uh, that shouldn't affect him all that much. So I have Watson at my number three guy. I had him just outside, and I actually have him as a guy that could surprise this week. So I put him down against the Jags. But at number three for me, and this defense had a pretty good week last week, but it may have been just a testament to who they were playing. But I have Kyler Murray against the Dolphins. Uh, Murray's having in terms of fantasy, a really, really good season. He's very, he's super dynamic player, can hurt you with his arm, can hurt you with his feet. Um, and so I could I could see Murray being up there in terms of fantasy this week. Yeah, I, I agree, but uh, I just had to bounce him out because that Dolphins defense has been a little too frisky for my liking. Now, you know, they were good versus the Rams. They were good, I think it was last week versus uh, the week before the bye where – they were all right versus another poor matchup. So mm-hmm. I just didn't want to trust it, and it scared me a little bit, so I moved Murray down. Uh, my next guy uh, is Lamar Jackson. He's, I think they sort of found something in that Pittsburgh game where they really just, that whole fourth quarter, they essentially just went all option attack. And uh, I think with him, Dobbins, and Edwards now sort of as the trio of running back, I look for him to run the ball a lot now. It's not a great matchup versus Indianapolis, but uh, you don't really need the great matchup if he's getting a lot of carries and rushing yards. You're sort of fantasy-proof that way. Yeah. I that I guess that's our big disagreement this week. I For that reason that you said against the, the Colts, I don't know. Maybe they find him out. Maybe they continue their strong defense this week. So I had him on my stay away. Um, oh, I could see that. The Colts' nah, defense yeah. is good. I just, it seemed like in that fourth quarter uh, versus the Steelers, they were literally running the ball every time, and it, they might be in the mode where we're no longer going to pass. We're just going to run. So yeah, I, Lamar's Lamar. He's going to get his points. So that's I, it's a good call. I, you know, I go back and forth on it. Yeah. What do you got up next? So uh, I'll do my four and five because they're pretty interchangeable, and it's they're matched up against each other. Um, I have Josh Allen and Russell Wilson against each other at four or five. Um, both defenses have struggled a little bit against the past. Um, but I mean, they are both pretty strong quarterbacks as far as fantasy goes. Allen has struggled as of late. So, you know, maybe this is his 
opportunity to bounce back this week. Um, so I, I went with that matchup there, Wilson and Allen, Seahawks, Bills. Yeah, either way. I had them right next to each other. I just didn't know how to sort of break them up or read how these defenses, the Seattle defense looked decent, you know, last week, but that was also versus a Niners team who was literally playing no one, I think, <laughs> in their starting squad at the start of the season. So hard to judge that. And uh, the Buffalo defense has been bad, but it's sort of sometimes good. So it was hard to get a read. But uh, I had Wilson as my fifth guy and Allen, you know, right there hitting around six, seven uh, in my rankings. But he's been a little weird the last handful of weeks, too. Where, But uh, if he was ever going to start hitting deep passes again, it's probably versus that Seahawks secondary. For sure. All right. You got any uh, sleepers or hidden gems in the quarterback territory this week? Well, I mentioned one earlier. I said Deshaun Watson against the Jags. He's been so up and down this year. I, I guess that's why I put him in the surprise ranking. But Jags aren't very good. So, I mean, I can see him putting up points. I really was hoping I'd get to say Matt Stafford this week because I think he's got an awesome matchup, but he's out. So I went with the other Matt. I went with Matt Ryan. Oh, nice. Broncos. So I think Broncos, um, you know, the defense doesn't look like it once did. So I, I'm going to go Matt Ryan. He's got lots – he's got weapons everywhere. And even at his age, he still can he, – he can put up the, the points – in any given week, really. Yeah, I had two guys to look at. Uh, Derek Carr, uh, Drew Locke somehow figured out a way in the fourth quarter to magically tear them up. Now that might be an aberration, <laughs> especially yeah. since he was doing nothing for pretty much three and a half quarters. Um, but uh, that Raiders offense is pretty decent, so I, I liked that matchup, and I think that one might be a little bit of a shootout. And my other mm. one was... Uh, I wouldn't do this in your like year-long fantasy league, but uh, if you were playing FanDuel or DraftKings and looking for a budget matchup, I did have Chase Daniel down. Um, he's a solid backup quarterback, and uh, the matchup versus the Vikings with a poor secondary might lead to some yards now. Uh, also, I think Galladay's out, so you might be hurting a little bit on receivers Ooh, yeah. too. Mm. All right, so for my stay away... I had a few different ones. I, I mentioned Lamar against the Colts earlier. You know, that Lamar's probably going to get his points. I don't know. The the Colts defense matchup, I actually put a question mark next to it because I didn't know whether I wanted to put it down or not. Um, I also have, this is a defense we pick on every week, but I'm going to say that this week they will um, do better than in the past. And I put Cam Newton against the Jets. I, I, the Jets aren't great. But Cam Newton has thrown, I think I saw like two touchdowns and seven interceptions. So Cam Newton don't like that matchup. And then the last one I put was a quarterback matchup again, kind of like I did with Allen and Wilson. I put um, Breeze and Brady. Brady cracked my top five last week and made me pay for it. So I, I I can't see putting him back up there again. So I put Brady and Breeze there. Yeah, uh, I didn't know what to make of that they I I think Thomas is going to be back I guess that's a good thing but mm-hmm. uh when they played week one neither was all that great so with Tampa's defense and uh you know the Saints sort of having breezes or 
Breeze's number, Brady's number. It, I just didn't like uh, that matchup too much. So uh, the other one I was uh, looking at was, uh, you aren't going to like this, but uh, Ryan Tannehill versus the Bears. It was more a, it was more a wait and I just don't know if that offense will be able to get those explosive plays down the field on the Bears off that play action. So, uh, and I just don't know really what to make of the Titans after last week's uh, yeah debacle. I think they may abandon the pass kind of early in that game too, especially if they because I mean there we saw last week in the game against the Bengals they I think Tannehill got ready to score through a pick. And Cincinnati went down and scored, and the very next drive, they literally did not throw the ball. They ran eight straight plays yeah, on I, the ground. That was sort of my thinking is maybe they just try to pound this team, uh, trust their, I guess, defense to stop the Bears. I think it's mostly the Bears stopping themselves. But uh, I just I wondered how much they truly like open up the offensive throw versus this Bears team where the really the only way the Bears can win is if you give them turnovers and short fields and points that – they can't get offensively. So I, I moved him down a little bit this week. Yeah, I definitely say that as well. All right. So you want to move on to the running backs? Yes, we will move on. Okay. So number one, and how could you not put the guy after the week he had? I have Dalvin Cook um, against the Lions. Uh, not a great defense, but then also, what a dynamic running back. Um, what I think in one of the leagues I had him in, he had like 40 point something. So uh, Dalvin Cook is just an insane talent right now. And for fantasy, he's it's ridiculous. It's crazy. Put him, yeah. in. Put him in if you got him. <laughs> I, I don't think I'll probably be moving Dalvin Cook as long as he's healthy off that number one spot for, for sure. a while, nor do I see any reason why Minnesota would let literally anyone else touch the ball. So... <laughs> I have Cook as my number one as well. What do you got number two this week? Uh, number two, uh, he's scheduled to make a comeback. So I've got Christian McCaffrey against the Chiefs. Now the Chiefs, I looked into this because when I saw the matchup, I thought, oh, I don't know about it. But the Chiefs have not given up a lot receiving-wise from running backs, and I know that's a lot of the Panthers game. But they have given up a lot on the ground. So, Christian McCaffrey can hurt you out of the backfield catching the ball, but, I mean, running the ball too as well, obviously. So, uh, McCaffrey, we know what kind of a player he is. Uh, Makes me nervous putting him up there, coming off his high ankle sprain. But, like I said, we know what kind of player he is, so hopefully he has a good game. Yeah, we were on the same Wayne because I moved him up to number two, especially with Chris Jones being out uh, with the Chiefs this week. So, uh, I think Christian will – Definitely, at least get enough touches to warrant that kind of thing. He he might split a little bit of the carry load with Davis since Davis proved to be good, but uh, I think you'll be just fine with Christian McCaffrey uh, versus that uh, night decent matchup versus the Chiefs. What do you got, number three this week? Number three, I have Kamara against the Bucks. Uh, we I said stay away from the quarterback matchup earlier, um, but I think the running back category at least for the saints they definitely have the upper hand there so camaro just like we were talking about mccaffrey and really cook too these are all backs that can hurt you on the ground but you know they can also catch out of the backfield and and make a tackle or two miss so i like camaro there at three yeah i had camaro a little downgraded at to five just because uh with thomas back i felt like you know he might not get the 
quite the same volume of catches, but I didn't want to drop him too far. Uh, mm-hmm. So uh, my number three guy was weirdly David Johnson. Uh, we're going to utilize that bad Jacksonville <laughs> matchup all yeah. we can. Their defense has been actually the worst in the league since like week two. So uh, I'm milking Texans this week. Hopefully offensively, they'll just want to rack up numbers since their season is pretty much over. For sure. Uh, number four, picking on my Cowboys again, James Conner. Um, you know, Steelers are a ground and pound type of team. So uh, I had Roethlisberger up there pretty high, but Cowboys are known to give up points all over the field, no matter what they're doing. So uh, Connor there at number four, I like it. I figure he'll probably get a lot of touches um, and make the Cowboys pay. Yeah. Uh, my next guy up was uh, Josh Jacobs. He got 33 carries last week, so I think as long as he's healthy, uh, I think they're oh going gosh. to. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think they're in uh, Earl Campbell mode where they just pound him away till he's nothing left. So uh, first that matchup versus the Chargers, uh, I look for him to get a pretty big load as long as he stays healthy, and uh, he was productive on those 33 carries as well, which helps. So my number five. Uh, um, you, you said stay away from the quarterback matchup earlier. So I went with, uh, I guess, I don't know. Titans are be, slowly being molded into my second favorite team, I guess. Um, but I went with Derrick Henry against the Bears. Kind of like we were saying, they were quick last week against the Bengals to abandon the pass um, and, and give Henry more touches. And then especially if they can get down near the goal line, he's he's their go-to there. So, I mean, he finds the end zone, you know, pretty quick, pretty often. Yeah, uh, I don't love the probably the, if you were going like yards per play, I don't know if Henry mm-hmm. has a, that, but I, I think his volume will be way up this week and they'll use him a lot. And if they get down by the goal line, he's sure to score. So uh, volume-wise, I had Henry as my uh, number four guy as well. And uh, Kamara at number five for me. Right on. So I guess moving into the surprise category, you – had him in your top five. I had him as a surprise. Uh, David Johnson, I guess, against the Jags. Of course, like you were saying, the defense is so bad. How much of a surprise could it be? Um, but I had I had David Johnson up there. And then I also put uh, DeAndre Swift, especially with uh, Stafford being out. He's getting a bulk of the touches in the backfield at uh, or in Detroit. So, um, you know, maybe – Maybe he finds pay dirt, you know, a couple times, maybe maybe once. I don't know. But uh, back, or DeAndre Swift could be one that could surprise you there as well. Yeah. Uh, one of my surprises, I don't know how much of it is an actual surprise since he's been like a top five running back all year. But uh, James Robinson for the Jags. Uh, once again, I said earlier the Texans, like their whole linebacker crew, has been on COVID protocol, so yeah. <laughs> I don't know who's playing the middle of the field there, but that seems to be a nice matchup for running backs, even if the uh, I'm not 100% sure who's taking quarterback reps for the Jags this week, but uh, both names scared me a little bit, so. For sure. For stay away, um, I only had one, really, this week, and he may not even play, but he's, you know, we we went back and forth to him. We keep trying to go to him in our top five um, because of the quarterback situation currently. But Zeke Elliott is questionable, and I got an update earlier from my Cowboys app that said that he has a hamstring. 
Um, and, you know, I, he may not even go. So I think the Cowboys maybe look at this matchup saying we're going up against an undefeated team. Do we really want to risk our our best player currently uh, on offense from, you know, injury? Do we want to risk injuring that more? So if he, in fact, doesn't go, that could maybe bump Tony Pollard up to um, – he might be better uh, at this surprise. point anyway. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He, they, they, they do a thing in, in Dallas where Zeke will get a full drive and then Pollard gets the full next drive, even if, even if Zeke went three and out. So, you know, maybe he might get a lot of touches this week, uh, especially with that hamstring injury. Pollard, that is. Yeah. Uh, I had one more guy to sort of peek at and might be pretty good. Uh, Zach Moss. Got uh, sort of a split of the carries for Buffalo last week. Uh, the Seattle run defense has been pretty good, but uh, it looked like Moss has sort of taken over that lead back role for uh, um, Buffalo. So I sort of like uh, Moss, and he sort of paid off last week. Um, for stayaways, I don't know if it's a great stay away, but uh, I didn't like the Todd Gurley matchup versus that Denver uh, uh, defensive line. So I... Mm-hmm. stay away from that but uh that seems fairly obvious as well so yeah for sure <laughs> all right you want to move to wide receivers yeah let's go on to the wide receivers what do you got so, number one so number one um i would have taken Devontae adams but because this is that would fantasy have been a great choice friday, <laughs> yeah because it's fantasy football friday uh we can't pick him but he did have a fantastic night last night but my number one um is DeAndre Hopkins against the Dolphins. Um, again, the the defense looked really, really well last week, um, but now their major points came from that scoop and score they had. Uh, I don't know about passing defense-wise, but DeAndre Hopkins is just one of the best for sure, and so uh, I, I had D-Hop up there. Yeah. Uh, I had uh, Hop as my number three just because of that Miami defense might be good uh my number one i i put tyree kill up there just matchup based that uh carolina secondary is not all that great so i just felt probably confident he's gonna at least get one explosive play and score so tyree kill was my sort of safe number one option of matchup wise this week yeah that's a good bet i have him at number three uh still a top three guy and last week i think i had him in the top three as well <clears throat> and he he definitely was uh you know up yeah. there in terms of the points was so at number two i can't ever decide we have this discussion every week and if you have either of these guys it's really just a flip the coin type of thing but i put tyler lockett slash dk metcalf who knows who's going to get it but one of them is um so i put them up there like i said literally just flip a coin or i mean like if you have either one of them put them in and you're either going to get you know Decent production, or you're going to get an explosion of production there. Yeah, I have him like the same way I had him last week at 5-6. And uh, you got Metcalf last week. You got Lockett the week before. And uh, also, I didn't totally know what to do with this Buffalo matchup as well. It it sort of yeah. speaks to a better Lockett matchup, but uh, I'm not sure anyone really has a good matchup for DK Metcalf. So. Oh, gosh, no. So uh, I, I just I think I probably will permanently put them five six and just assume one of them will have a really big game and the other will have a decent to solid game. Uh, my number uh, 
what are we, two now? Three, two. Uh, th- I just gave my two. Oh, yeah, you three. did your one. So, yeah, yeah, so. My next I guy up was uh, Julio Jones. Uh, the Denver matchup's not great, but uh, I believe Ridley's out again or out this week. So uh, that seems like it's going to be a lot of balls forced to Julio Jones. And uh, last week he got a lot of ball- balls for- forced to him versus Carolina. And I, I look for that to continue this week. Uh, same same thing here. He's uh, my number four guy. I think just looking at the guy, um, he, you know, just looking at him, he I think he's the number one receiver in the NFL. Um, but now – it doesn't always pan out. Um, they've always been one to go to Ridley in the red zone, but with Ridley being out, maybe Julio gets a little bit more, like you said, a little bit more balls forced to him. Um, I did see where he's only scored twice this year. I did not know that. That floored me when I looked yeah, at it. Yeah, they seem to go to Ridley a bunch in that uh, red zone territory. So, Yeah, hopefully with him out, Julio gets a lot more touches yeah. there. All right, uh, my last guy I had in there was Keenan Allen. Uh, love that matchup versus the Raiders. Uh, he's probably, he's not the best receiver, but he's probably the most consistent receiver. It's, you know, six catches, at least 60 yards pretty much every week. So mm-hmm. you can count on him, and I, I trust this matchup versus the Chargers. And uh, even with a rookie cur- quarterback in there, Herbert's been so good. I, I don't, that doesn't scare me off him at all. Yeah. Um, and then the last one I have here is I went with Stefan Diggs against the Seahawks. Um, I, again, that's one we talked about earlier. It's probably going to be a shootout between uh, the Seahawks and the Bills. So, you know, hopefully Diggs gets a lot more targets this week. Allen likes to throw to a bunch of different receivers, but when it boils down to it, I think Diggs is his number one guy his go-to. Yeah, I had him placed in the sort of middle of the pack just because, I I mean, I've said it. I just don't know what to make of that game. It's either yeah. going to be a shootout or we're going to get some weird 13-10 matchup that oh, yeah. nobody gets any fantasy points from. So <laughs> I was just like, yeah, Diggs has been pretty consistent this year. I'll throw him in the middle somewhere. Yeah. Uh, to when surprise, you, guys. Yeah, what do you got for surprises this week? Uh, So you said Galladay's out, right? Uh. It's not official, but uh, it Looks he wasn't way, practicing, so. Yeah. When they don't well, practice, I just go with he's probably not playing. Right, yeah. So I had Marvin Jones up there then. If Galladay's not going to be there, uh, I did notice earlier that he, projection-wise, projection looks pretty good for him. Um, and I noticed him up there, but I guess that would explain, you know, Galladay potentially being out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd I'd say he's definitely the number two guy there. So look for Marvin Jones to potentially get a higher volume. Um, the other one I went with, and uh, I made a note of this when I was looking at it earlier, I went with Will Fuller uh, because he, this year, what are we in, week eight, nine? Nine. nine. This is week Does, nine coming up, so I guess he's right. played eight weeks. Yeah, yeah, because they've had a bye thrown in there. He doesn't have a single touchdown. Really? He's he's due one. (laughs) Yeah, I think he is. He's been pretty productive, so I guess he just hasn't gotten the scores. Yeah, yeah, so he's due one. He's due a trip to the end zone, so I'm giving Will Fuller uh, a surprise right there. 
Yeah, I had uh, two guys in there. Uh, Will Fuller was one of them. The other was uh, Justin Jefferson. Uh, that was more matchup based versus the Lions. And uh, if he's been a solid rookie receiver this year, now I don't love Kirk Cousins throwing to him, but uh, he's been able to hit a deep ball every now and then. And if they can sort of get a play action deep ball to him, I, I feel like the Lions will get caught on one of those. So I have Fuller and Jefferson as my guys to watch. Well, I got to be honest. I hate him because I have Thielen in the league, and he's stealing his targets. <laughs> <laughs> so for my stayaways, same thing as last week. I went with the unit, the Cowboys. They don't even know who they're throwing out there at quarterback. So they've got three really, really good ones. Um, and if you drafted them in like a year-long fantasy. Sorry about it, <laughs> but they don't have anybody to throw them the ball right now. Yes, I know. So, I went with the all-Cowboys strategy. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so I went with the Cowboys, and then I also went with Robert, Robbie Anderson against the Chiefs. Um, I just don't I don't trust uh, that offense against the Chiefs' defense. Chiefs' defense is, is pretty pretty solid, and um, I, I just don't – I don't think Robbie Anderson has a good matchup there. Yeah, uh, I went with a unit as well, but I went with the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars unit. Uh, it's either going to be Mike Glennon or Jake Lutton or some combination of them both out there. And uh, Glennon's not very good. And while Jake Lutton was okay at Oregon State, uh, I never quite saw him as a professional quarterback. So uh, no. I'm I'm stay away from all Jags receivers, even though they actually have a pretty decent set of receivers and uh the other one I was on stay away from, uh, mostly because he screwed me over last week, A.J. Brown. <laughs> I gave uh, the Titans no. <laughs> love last week, and then he pretty much did nothing and everything went to Corey Davis. So uh, yeah, no. I'm mad at him this weekend. He's on my stay away. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right, we want to roll into tight ends. Let's roll into the tight ends. All right, so our typical 1-2 uh, this week is no longer a – it's just a one. Yeah, I know. I wanted to tell you that we we're, uh, yeah. we're down to one now. Yeah, we got we got the one guy, the one guy that'll probably be there for the rest of the year, Travis Kelsey um, against the Panthers, and uh, hoping for a speedy recovery to Kittle because I've got him in a league. Um, but uh, Kelsey is the obvious; he's heads and shoulders above everybody at this position. Yeah, um, especially if you take Kittle out. You'll never believe this, but I have uh, Kelsey as number one as well. No way. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so what do you have number two? Okay, so number two I went with uh, and a little bit concerned with who might be throwing to him, but I think he could develop into one of the the better tight ends in the league. I put TJ Hawkinson um, against the Vikings. I just think that – like I said, he's he's just he can develop. It's just a matter of who's throwing him the ball this week. Yeah, I have T.J. Hawkinson down there as well. Uh, matchups good, and also Chase Daniel is very commonly known as a checkdown guy. So I I think there'll yeah. be a lot of short dump passes to T.J. this week uh, versus the Vikings. All right, so my next guy I went with was his former teammate in Noah Fant against the Falcons. Again, not a great quarterback-wise throwing it to him, but another one that he just can develop into a really, really good tight end. Um, So 
I, I went with Fant there against the Falcons. Decent matchup. Um, so yeah, I said I have him there. Yeah. Uh, at number three, I got Jonu Smith. Um, it's not a great matchup, but uh, I feel like that Bears pass rush probably get on Tannehill pretty quick, and uh, I look for him to sort of be a lot of short passes to Jonu this week, and if he can beat his matchup in the secondary. But uh, I, I just liked uh, that matchup this week, uh, even though Jonu Smith also burned me last week as well. So I that for that reason, I have him and stay away because <laughs> – Anthony Ferkser keeps taking – what a name, by the way. Yes, Anthony I know. Anthony Ferkser keeps taking targets from him. Yes, I know. So, yeah. So, so Tannehill keeps finding Ferkser in ways. So yeah, stay I, away from the blocking tight end, please. <laughs> yes, yeah, for sure. So, my number four guy, I went with In- Evan Ingram against uh, the Washington football team. He's another really good uh, receiving tight end. Um, and against the Washington football team, not – such a great defense, so potentially a good week. But again, this is a recurring theme for my two, three, four guys. The quarterback that throws to them has not been great. So, yeah, uh, I moved Hayden Hurst up there uh, just because I thought he might get a couple more targets uh, with uh, Ridley out, and uh, it's a pretty solid matchup uh, versus the Denver linebackers. So uh, I got Hayden Hurst at number four. Uh, number five, I have Darren Waller against the Chargers. Another one that he's he can develop into a fantastic tight end. Um, and I do like his quarterback a little bit more than I like the previous three. So hopefully Waller gets some targets there. Yeah, I have Waller at number five as well. Uh, any uh, guys you think will break out this week? Well, I put Gronk up there, and we joked earlier in the year, I remember, on one of, one of our – episodes that you know does anybody really go with Gronk anymore but he scored in the last three games he's uh found pay dirt so you know Gronk against the Saints potentially could keep that streak rolling the other guy I had up there was um Jimmy Graham against the Titans he's consistently targeted um from a check down standpoint so so Jimmy Graham he usually has five or six catches he could you know maybe find the end zone once yeah, I had uh, your guy Noah Fant in my uh, uh, sleepers, and then uh, they didn't throw last week. They really didn't have to do anything on offense, but I, I have Mike Gusecki in there. Uh, hopefully they'll actually have to do something on offense this week yeah. and <laughs> move the what, ball. But uh, What did two have last week throwing-wise yards? Uh, he had 95 yards on like 12 passes. So Nice, nice. <laughs> All right, so uh, I already said one of my stayaways was John O because Ferkser keeps taking his targets, um, and then I actually had Gasicki against the Cardinals. I don't, I don't feel like that's a good matchup for him, but you know, he could, he could potentially, like you said, maybe they'll, maybe they'll try and throw the ball this week. Yeah, uh, I had your guy Evan Ingram as a stayaway just because uh, that Washington defense is a little scary, and uh, I don't know, I just haven't liked the way Daniel Jones has looked so far this year but uh ingram was pretty good last week but I, when you I get just, tripped by grass yeah i know <laughs> <laughs> but i i just uh, i think that washington defense is pretty good so i, I it scared me a little bit this uh, matchup this week right on all right that's our fantasy football friday dalton thanks for joining us and that's our show and we're out